Welcome to the Truth Train podcast, hosted by Kristen Kwame. Watch on YouTube, listen on Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Welcome to the Truth Train. This is a first in the Small Talk series, and we are going to talk about 5G. 5G is here, and should we be worried? Well, I'm going to let you guys answer that question at the end of this. I read the literature, uh, and as Ian will tell you, I'm no activist. I'm not about to try and bring the government down for crying out loud. I'm just a normal person who works in the clinic with patients. And I listen to, the, I, I read the literature. When professors say this, the new 5G wireless technology involves millimeter waves, which are extremely high frequencies, producing photons of much greater energy that we've already heard about than 4G. And allowing this technology to be used without providing its safety is reckless in the extreme, as the millimetre waves are known to have a profound effect on all parts of the human body. You kind of have to stop in your tracks and listen to someone like that. Frankly, there's no nice way to say this. Uh, the wireless industry is lying um, about health, and they're lying about this technology and how it needs to be implemented. The reality is this is the greatest environmental and safety threat of our time and instead of fighting back and pushing back especially when we have safe alternatives like wired fiber optic to the home we are spending millions and billions and just showing the way to the industry of taking advantage of us this is truly wrong you can only microwave radiate people so much we have video from the FCC proceedings with one of the 5g engineers saying themselves look we are forcing these these directed beams into people's windows at at levels that we do not allow in our labs, in our safety labs. This is absolutely absurd, and the FCC shrugged it off and said, this isn't an issue we need to be discussing today. Okay, thank you. Let's just start with this map. This map, courtesy of EE, 5G in 2019. They are the launch customer as a mobile phone operator in the UK. They have launched 5G in London, Cardiff, Belfast, Edinburgh, Birmingham and Manchester. And you can see on the map the following cities that will uh, get a dose of this technology. First thing we've got to ask ourselves is why do we care? I mean, of all the other things we've got to do in life. But the thing is, with headlines like this, it makes you kind of question why we care. A recent report about the first report of 5G injury from Switzerland. 5G was turned on in a local area in Geneva and already there are people reporting that they're getting nausea, pain and lack of sleep. The human being naturally wants to survive. We have a natural survival instinct. So anything that poses a threat to our health needs to be questioned. And I'm all up for technology. We all love technology. Technology is great, but technology should be harmonizing and it should be at one with us and nature. In order to understand the potential dangers of 5G technology, we must look into the dangers we face now in relation to our exposure to radiation alongside the current 4G network. If you just look at some of the headlines that I'm gonna bring up here, mobile phone cancer warning as malignant brain tumors double. I mean, that's enough to go, hold it a minute. The inconvenient truth about cancer and mobile phones. Italian court rules mobile phone use caused brain tumor. Suicides linked to phone masts. 5G could cause cancer and heart disease shock claim emerges. 14 die of cancer in seven years living next to phone masks with highest radiation levels in the UK. And that also begs the question, like something's going on here. 
here's a video of a test of the kind of frequencies that come out of mobile phone when you have a phone on airplane mode and then you take it off. Take a look at this. The phone, so I'll just leave it there. The Wi-Fi is yeah. off yeah. Um, um, and it's on airplane mode. Yeah. So, so now just switch on the phone. So switch, right, take okay. it off airplane mode. Let's just take it off airplane mode. Oh my God. Off the Richter. I mean, we don't even know if that is damaging us. There's no proof there, but something's going on. Didn't sound nice though, did it? So that was done by a geobiologist called Leonard Stafford. I was having some issues with my own body with electromagnetic frequencies. I actually had an extension lead uh, underneath my bed with my mobile phone charged on right beside my head and it was affecting my health and I contacted him. He came around my house and did the tests. Now, Leonard Stafford is like the David Attenborough of radiation. If you don't know who David Attenborough is, here's a video. Never before have we had such an awareness of what we are doing to the planet. Don't you just love David Attenborough? I mean, his voice is just like, you just know he's, you just want him to be your granddad. He's just telling the truth. You just know he is. That's not a bad, cell in that guy's body. I urge you to go and watch videos, not just my video, but other videos on radiation from experts. So this is what he has to say. Mm. EMFs cause a lot of damage. There's a lot of evidence um, that to show that EMFs cause DNA damage. Right. Now that's affecting future generations. Now, 5G is, um, the, the frequencies are increasing. So, um, at the moment, 5G, I think it's using up to 6 gigahertz. And the plan, as I understand it, is go to 90 gigahertz. Mm. Now, just to put this in perspective, there's a weapon, a crowd control weapon used in the United States. And it makes his skin feel as if it's on fire. So he, has to, he moves out of the way. That is 90 gigahertz radio frequency. We've already seen B populations diminishing. This could have catastrophic effects mm. on... Well, all wildlife, I mean, yeah. including including ourselves. From Leonard Stafford to more experts, Barry Trower. Now, he's really interesting because he's an expert that used to work for the British Secret Service. Barry Trower is an expert in microwave weapons. He has a comprehensive knowledge of the harmful effects that microwaves can cause in the human body and psyche. Microwaves are not only used in weapons, but also in wireless telecommunication devices. This applies to cell phones, cell phone towers, wireless internet, Wi-Fi and smart meters. It is the wireless function that emits microwaves. I joined the Royal Navy in 1960 and I studied microwaves and I learned all aspects of microwave warfare. Their dangers, their uses, the dangers to the human body. Microwaves at that time were, as they are today, used as weapons. It is a perfect weapon because you can't feel it. And for a government, if you can microwave people you don't like, you can give them cancer or brain damage and you've effectively put them out of action and you can't be prosecuted for it because they don't know you're doing it. 
For instance, the, the ladies who protest at Greenham Common, they were microwaved. We microwaved Catholics in Northern Ireland to make them sick. Uh, it, it goes on all over the world. And it, it's a weapon that you don't know you're being targeted because the dose is very, very low, which is actually more dangerous. You talk about microwaves used as weapons. Is it the same microwaves that are used in uh, modern uh, communications technologies? Exactly the same. Nothing has changed. Uh, the only thing that has changed is the color of the box that they come out of. So if, if you look into the science about this, mm. what kind of symptoms uh, could uh, wireless technologies cause? Uh, you will feel very tired. You will feel lethargic. You will feel uh, depressed, which is usually the first symptom. Uh, you won't want to get up in the morning. You won't want to be happy. You will have more colds, more coughs, longer colds, longer coughs, because your immune system cannot cope. That is followed usually by some form of neurological damage. Uh, you will feel suicidal. Uh, suicide is a very common side effect. Talking about the suicides, there was a case in Wales where there were a cluster of young people who committed suicide where they were living next to high levels of radiation. Dr. Deborah Davis, she basically studies the relationship with population and illness and disease. Let's just hear what she has to say. And I've worked at some of the top institutions in the world in science, and so when I first thought there could be something wrong with mobile phones, I actually owned three phones at the time. I, I own two now. And when somebody said to me there could be a problem with this with our health, I said, oh, don't be ridiculous. If there was a problem, I'd know about it. <clears throat> well, I was wrong. She was wrong. I love her even more. I mean, we all know what it's like not to admit that we're wrong. People can be wrong. We're human beings. We all make mistakes. Let's see what else she has to say. All smartphones come with some information that basically says, don't keep the phone in your pocket or you will exceed the as-tested exposure guidelines. Now, how many of you knew that before today? Did you know that? I mean, I didn't know that. There's information in your phone that tells you about the radiation and tells you that it's only been tested to be legal and safe if you hold your phone like a couple of centimeters away from your head. How many of us do that? Right, let's carry on. And here is what it looks like after a period of six minutes. And that's really not as bad as it might look. Not bad. I'm just looking at this guy's face and I'm looking at the red that's coming off that phone into his eye and his cheek. That's bad enough for me. Because you see the red area only gets partway through the eye of the adult. The one that we're really concerned about is this one with the young child. And this is a three-year-old brain that we modeled. And you see that by the end of that six-minute call, uh, the peak radiation, yellow and red, is, is, is getting all the way into almost both eyes. If you've got children, I mean... God, you wouldn't want a mobile phone anywhere near them. And if they did have it in their hand, you're going to put that on airplane mode and cut that signal because that's worrying. And again, this is one call and it's not going to kill anybody. But the question is, what's the cumulative impact of this kind of exposure? What are the long term effects of this constant exposure to mobile phone radiation? Has anyone seen a woman put a cell phone in her bra? 
Hands up, please. Please tell them you've heard now why they shouldn't do that. Our first case report from 2009, a Chinese-American woman who used her cell phone four hours a day in her bra for 10 years while she was driving. Now, and you drive with a, with a phone on your body. The phone is smart. It's going to go from one tower to another, and it's going to be going to max power each time it moves from one cell tower to another. And the tumors that developed, developed right under the antenna of the phone. Let's move on to the men, because we keep our phones in our pockets. Well, most of us do, and, and women do as well, depending on what you're wearing. And that has to do with exposure to the reproductive organs. We call them the gonads. I think you say the testicles and bone marrow. And look here at the radiation as it gets into the groin area. And that's just from having a mobile phone modeled into the pocket. If it's in my pocket, it will be on airplane mode because I am very aware that it's right next to my testicles and I don't want any kind of microwave radiation going into them. Remember, if you have to give a phone to a child, put it on airplane mode. She talks about avoid carrying your mobile phone on your body, including your pocket or your bra. Always use the mobile phone on loudspeaker. I know a lot of my friends do that now. Or use an air tube headset and put the mobile phone on airplane mode when it's not in use. And especially when you sleep. I know so many people that are sleeping with their phone on right beside their head. If you have to have it on for whatever reason, make sure the phone is right away from your body. If you can turn it off and have those nights of peace, put it on airplane mode. And you'll probably think at the moment, why are the government not taking the necessary steps to warn us about this? Well, that's a question that you have to go and research yourself. I'm not here to answer that because there are so many different perspectives on that that range from uh, government control to um, money. There's a lot of money in this technology. It's a multi-billion pound industry. When you start looking into money, you start to really look into corruption and there is a, a relationship with that. I'm just here to literally just give you uh, the information so you can make your own informed decisions. So far, we can see that there is a there is a clear effect, irrespective of what any mobile phone operator will tell you or anyone else will tell you, there is a clear effect on human health. And this is with the current 4G network. We haven't even got to 5G yet. This is what's happening now. Now, let's look at phone masts. These phone companies can just put a phone mast up anywhere because they can bypass these laws. They're just sticking them up where they want. Let's just look at this phone mast. I mean, look how it, it's evil. I mean, look at it. You wouldn't want to stand next to that. 14 die of cancer in seven years living next to the phone mast with the highest radiation levels in the UK. You can see this tower. It is absolutely massive. Look how much radiation that is going to produce. And I don't know what's going on with that photo, but I wouldn't stand there. They're mental. And by the way, can I just say that they did tests on this, the government did, and still stated that it was below the healthy level. Um, of radiation. Primary school to walk out over phone masks and fears of excessive radiation. So parents are getting together on this. People are waking up and they're taking matters into their own hands, which is exactly what we've got to do. And these guys staged a walkout. They didn't take their kids to school. Therefore, then they have to do something about it. Brilliant. So it's always power to the people. You have the most power. We always have had the most power. We just 
don't realise it or haven't realised it. I want to show you this video, which is also quite worrying. Experts are suggesting a cell phone tower on campus is responsible for an astounding four cases of cancer among kids. Monica Ferrelli says her 10-year-old son Mason was the second child at Weston Elementary diagnosed with cancer. According to Mason's doctor, the cancer is purely environmental. He reportedly has been walking past this very tower every day for three years. Kyle Prime was the first diagnosed with kidney cancer in 2016. Now, two other children were diagnosed this year. The district sent out a letter to parents claiming the electric magnetic frequencies are far below federal standards. But parents weren't sold and hired their own EMF specialist who found the radiation exposure to be significantly higher than what the district claimed. Eric Winheim said, I wouldn't send my kids there at all. It absolutely is dangerous. Children are still developing and their cells are still being divided. It's the worst possible time in their life to be exposed. If you are uh, a child listening to this, a teacher, or uh, you're working near a phone mast or there's a phone mast in the vicinity, now's the time to step up and start asking questions and start doing things independently. Contact your school, the head teacher, if there's a phone mast near and start asking questions. Here's another video that I did with Leonard Stafford, the David Attenborough of radiation on phone masts because I'm living right next to one. Living next to a phone mast, Oh, is right. is there a, like bad news? I mean, you can see the mast from here, can't you? Can you see oh, it there? Yeah. Quite high readings, over a thousand microvolts. You yeah. always come back to sleep radiation free. Yes. And your body can deal with with better. what? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, yes, yes. everyone would become hermits. You know. A lot of studies have shown. The closer you get to phone masks, so your health deteriorates yes, in general. Yes, yes, yes. And it's all right for four years or five years, and then the rates of cancer suddenly start to increase. Yes, yes, it's yes. It's as simple yes. as that. Um, and so you want to be as further away as possible, as you physically possible. Further away, and you're not, so I would recommend the shielding. Now, if you want to check out, if you live near a phone mast, you can go to mastdata.com. So since I'm within 100 meters of a phone mast, he recommended something called shielding. Now, we're still talking about the current 4G network. We haven't even mentioned 5G yet. And you can shield from 4G radiation, the current radiation that's coming out from the phone masts, from Wi-Fi, from your phone, and other radiation comes from electrical uh, appliances in your home as well. So you can shield from all this stuff. You can get something like a canopy, which looks pretty nice, I think. Uh, you can get EMF uh, shielding paint and you can get floor material as well. So you can literally shield from the radiation that we currently are exposed to. But what you can't shield from so far, we can't shield from the 5G frequency because it's beaming us at some next level. Before we get onto 5G, let's just look at, this is a scientist that did a live blood analysis of three people standing next to a smart meter. In our second set of tests, we're using the smart meter. Before the exposure, we see the same thing as we saw in the first samples. Normal cell walls, fairly separated and looking healthy. So after two minutes of exposure in front of the smart meter at about one foot away, we see a totally different story. Sample one, you can see a lot of degradation in the cells. The cell walls have been broken and you see changes in the cells, which are called mycoplasma. It shows a mutation to the cell. In the second sample, we see a different type of degradation 
So this third subject, uh, when we did her sample, she had to be pulled away from the meter after 45 seconds because she complained about an increasingly severe headache. Every single one of these shows a trauma to the blood cells and that came from something and the only variable was the smart meter. It just makes you feel sick, doesn't it? Ugh. 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 Even British gas are incentivizing smart meters and they're basically penalizing those who don't have a smart meter. They're literally raising the prices. You can see what they're doing. And obviously we've got the lovely worldwide fund there with the panda in the corner, a conservation organization. They're obviously in bed with it as well. What's the financial incentive for them? Request a smart meter. I mean, crazy, right? And then here's a picture of someone who posted on Twitter with a smart meter located right next to a bush. And you can see the bush is literally dying. So this is what currently exists now. That was 4G and we know what that's doing to us. So let's look at 5G. We've already established that it's so much more powerful than 4G. And we already know what the current effects of 4G on the human body potentially are. We're now at a stage where we're putting in what's called 5G, which is a special type of broadcast for high density information transfers. And it turns out that this is the same frequency bands that are used in crowd dispersal weaponry. Five G, first and foremost, is densification, so it's significantly more transmitters in close proximity to uh, a human, and it is also a sophisticated, illegal, unlawful transmitter. What I mean by that is it is a high gain dielectric lens antenna, and what that allows five G transmitters to do is to 3D map its environment in your home. The 868 megahertz frequency is specific for battlefield interrogation systems, so sub gigahertz. It allows the signal to travel through concrete brickwork with ease, and it can actually uh, data gather. 5G requires so much power. There needs to be a network of lampposts that are within a certain distance to carry the signal from lamppost to lamppost from lamppost to lamppost which you know are going to be directly outside your house and the only thing that really stops the signal from going through are trees organic matter trees are the things that stop the signal and that's why up and down the country you will see and i'm going to show you uh pictures of how trees have been cut down um, thousands, we're talking thousands and thousands of trees. Those trees that we need to breathe and those trees that, funny that, that they naturally protect us. But let's just look how crazy this 5G thing is. There's hashtags on Twitter and Facebook about Stop 5G. You can just see here, you know, people are using graffiti in the best way possible. You can see stickers here in Belfast, 5G is not safe. When we all had a 4G uh, contract, we just took it. We didn't care. We were just like, yeah, whatever. And now we're backlashing. You know, there's a backlash to this. Look, 5G is not safe. And then you can see here that people on Twitter, you know, attacking uh, EE and just like, look, it's not safe. And then EE are coming back with this measly response, which is just like, oh, little Jenny, she's sitting at the desk. Jenny, 
can you just copy and paste that health and safety answer for the people uh, on Twitter? And then Jenny's like, yeah, of course I will. Now, lots of research has been done. No health risks have been established from the exposure to low-level radio signals. Well, hello, Jenny, have you looked at, have you done your research? You know, but it's great because people are questioning this. People know something's not right. Let's go to the science of this when it comes to 5G and this new technology. There have been 247 EMF scientists from 42 nations have signed an appeal, the International Radiation Appeal, to say that this the 5G rollout has to be stopped. They've contacted organisations like the UN and the World Health Organisation. So the science is there, you know. So it's like, why aren't the government paying attention? These are the questions you've got to ask yourself. What's going on? And let's face it, these scientists, they, they're the ones that are dedicated to this work. They are the Gandalfs of um, science. As you can see, lovely picture of... Gandalf smoking a pipe. I mean, come on, mate. The scientists are piping up about this. This is where you have to really start questioning. Why is there a group of scientists, 247 of them, alerting the UN and the World Health Organization about these effects, but these are not getting filtered down to us and people like Public Health England who are just saying everything's safe. You're going to have to start seeing that you're going to have to start doing your own research. We, again, have the power and we have to start coming together to look into this and protecting ourselves because no one else uh, is doing it. And it's clear that the government and the establishment um, are not doing that. I believe that Americans deserve to know what the health effects are. How much money has the industry committed to supporting additional independent research. I stress independent research. Is that independent research ongoing? Has any been completed? Where can consumers look for it? Um, and we're talking about research on the biological effects of this new technology. Thank you, Senator. I, I think, uh, thank you for your focus on the issue. Uh, safety is paramount, and as you alluded to, we rely on the expert agencies, we rely on the findings of the FDA and others as to the requirements to keep all of us safe. Uh, there are no industry back studies, to my knowledge right now. Happy to visit with you as to what uh, opportunities you think there needs to be more studies, and we're always for more science. We also rely on what the scientists tell us. So essentially, the answer to my question, how much money? Zero. Uh, I can certainly follow up with you, Senator. To my knowledge, there's no active studies being backed by industry today. Let's just look at this video from a guy up north. Um, he's videoed uh, a tree that was next to a 5G smart lamp. Look on the left-hand side of that tree, look on the right-hand side. That's all right. Yeah. Right. Well, look at the right hand side of the tree. Look at the flower. Look at the bushes. Look at the green bushes. Yeah. Very nice. Look at the left hand side. Dead. Do you know why? Because that's right next to it. Look at this. Have you seen anything like that in your life? Got a light right there. The transmitter on the top. Now, how is that? Explain that. 
And you know, there's always going to be people that go, oh, where'd you get the video from? Whatever. I mean, come on, he's Northern. You've got to trust Northerners. I love Northerners. There you go. That's gone viral. That's all over the internet. You've got to ask yourself this question of, do we need faster internet? We can watch Netflix. We can watch live TV on our phones as it is. Why do we need it? Is this really going to make us happy? That's the, that the questions you've got to ask. Like, who is this really for? Is this for, you know, the government to start monitoring our uses when we connect all of our smart devices? You've got Amazon, you've got Alexa barking at you every 20 minutes. Your TV's going to be smart. Uh, your kettle's going to be smart. Like, are they, are they, who is this information? Why do we need this technology? And why do we need it in our lampposts, beaming through our houses, be, beaming th through our windows into our homes? Like, why do we need it that fast? Maybe it's for the corporations that need it, the governments that need it. And we certainly don't need it because it's going to have a detrimental effect to our health. I'm coming to close this off in this small talk series. That's just a little part of what's going on with 5G that I've displayed there. There is so much more out there. Do your own research. If you're a teacher, if you're a parent, a colleague, if you're even if you're, you know, living next to these phone masts, question everything. You have the power. You do your own research because there are obviously experts that are for this. The big game changer is that 5G will use much higher frequency bands than previously thought viable for mobile broadband and other applications. Such millimeter wave signals have physical properties that are both a limitation and a strength. They tend to travel best in narrow and straight lines, and they do not go through physical objects as well. But brilliant engineers have developed new antennas that can aim and amplify signals. Now to make this work, five, the 5G build-out is going to be very infrastructure intensive requiring massive deployment of small cells. I'm confident that the actions will lead to a cornucopia of unanticipated, innovative uses and will generate tens of billions of dollars in economic activity. And that's damn important because it means that U.S. companies will be the first out of the gate. And that is why 5G is a national priority. And stay out of the way of technological development. Unlike some countries, we do not believe that we should spend the next couple of years studying what 5G should be or how it should operate. The future has a way of inventing itself. Turning innovators loose is far preferable to expecting committees and regulators to define the future. And there are a lot of experts that are against this. I'm Sharon Goldberg. I'm an internal medicine physician. I've practiced medicine for 21 years, and my background is mostly academic, internal medicine, hospital-based, clinical research, and medical education. Wireless radiation has biological effects, period. These effects are seen in all life forms, plants, animals, insects, microbes. In humans, we have clear evidence of cancer now. There is no question. Um, we have evidence of DNA damage, cardiomyopathy, which is the precursor of congestive heart failure, 
neuropsychiatric effects. So 5G is not a conversation about whether or not these biological effects exist. They clearly do. Any given person and all humans are affected by EMFs. What is our exposure in a, in a day? It's not one cell phone. It's cell phones, it's multiple wireless networks, it's smart meters, it's cell towers. It's this sandwich and it all adds up. And this is a, this is a serious problem for occupational health, public safety, and personal safety. 5G is an untested application of a technology that we know is harmful. We know it from the science. We have decades of evidence to show that it is not safe. What's one thing that's on your mind in terms of health that you'd like to bring to the forefront that's really kind of affecting us? The number one danger now, I find myself talking about, number one is radiation. Yeah. Radiation. Radiation. Okay. Yeah. Radiation. Yes. Uh, the mobile phone by the bedside, people's cordless phones, the, the, the Wi-Fi router. Yes. Uh, and, and, and just as we're on the advent of uh, 5G, mm. um, it's, it's very, very terrifying mm. uh, what has been unleashed on humanity. We have the spending power. We can choose whether or not to have a 5G contract. You can literally just question EE, Vodafone 02 and 3, they're all going to be on it, and just say no. Just like the veganism, whether or not you're into it, that veganism culture, they have had such an influence on the supermarkets when it comes down to the size of the milk aisle. The milk aisle in supermarkets is so much smaller than it used to be because people are literally spending on alternative milk sources. This is how much power we have. We literally, if we stop accepting 5G networks and contracts and, and we don't buy the phones, we will literally change this. That's how much power. If you don't think you can do anything else, you can just do that, you know, or just share this video or just share other videos like this one. We have the power. You have the power. We collectively have it together. I'm going to leave this small talk series with Barry Trower and he's just going to leave us with the science that he's come across in his experience. I'll leave you with this, guys. Stay awake. Stay vigilant. Together, we've got this. These uh, health damages you are talking about here, how much uh, science supports that? When I went to Canada, I had documentation of two and a half thousand military papers. And these are military papers done by the country's best scientists. We also have now the peer-reviewed epidemiological studies. 14 of them to my knowledge, that all show low-level radiation causes cancer and neurological diseases. In a Twitter reply from the mobile phone provider, EE, they stated, Lots of research has been done. No health risks have been established from exposure to the low-level radio signals used for mobile communications. This includes 5G. There are entities that are not necessarily going to be aligned with what we want. So this transition is really, really massively important for our entire species to navigate. And going back to that thing that Sam Harris was saying, nobody is paying attention.
This thing is happening in the background while people bicker about politics and what, what's going to be in the health care plan in the U.S. And underneath it all is this rising tsunami that, if we're not careful, is going to wipe us all out. Okay, so 5G is a component of this. This is what you need to understand. That's the leading guy in the world. NASA has his computer. This is not a raving lunatic down the pub talking to you. But you need to understand something. 5G is one of the final nails in the coffin before AI comes in. And when AI comes in, you, people have heard me say this before. Yes, there are, fine, there are good aspects of it, but the reality is I've looked at this in great detail, far more I can go in today, and I do not see the human race surviving this down the line. I really do not, okay? And I'm sorry to put a downer on a Saturday night and tell you that, but you do need to understand, and I urge you to research and look at this for yourself. The EMR Information YouTube channel states that it is a fact microwaves emitted from wireless technology enter and damage the body. The more exposure to microwaves, the greater the damaging effect.